0: TheWellnessCouch.com Streaming wellness into your lives This is Up For A Chat With Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith And Kim Morrison
1: Sweet dreams are made of these Who
2: am I to disagree Travel the world About the hottest topics that are important to you inspiring you to awaken the change within with sweet dreams I made of this. I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim Morrison and I'm Cindy O'Meara and we're in a hotel room in New Zealand with all of our trekkers and we've just done the Queen Charlotte Trek and apparently there was a really big hike that happened today. We've gone up in helicopters, we've seen snow, we've seen animals and cows and lambs, we've done bike riding, we've eaten so much food I can hardly move (laughs) (laughs) and it's been the most extraordinary trip and we are so excited to introduce you to the girls that have joined us here on the trek and to hear from everybody as to how they felt about this experience what they've gotten out of it what they're taking home oh my goodness where do we even start it's just it's been the most exceptional experience all round. don't you guys agree yeah mm-hmm. okay that was crap <laughs> okay we can do better than that we've just had a really fat it's been the most exceptional experience, don't we agree? Yes!
3: That's much better. That's much better. I've had, uh, my, me personally, I've had the best time. I've just loved it, and I feel like I've got a whole new group of friends, even though some of you we went to Peru with and some of you we didn't. So we've Got some wonderful friends to go hiking with and we all know how we hike and how we feel and um, who's... Well, like the, who's the positives and the negatives as far as, right, who's up the front, who's up the back, who's the sheepdog, <laughs> who's the leader, who's in the middle. It's lovely. I've just enjoyed it so much. Full of surprises. And, and I'm meant to be one of the leaders. <laughs> <laughs> and I got surprises, lots of good surprises. Did you get some,
2: Karen? I did. I did. I got... Um... Well, interestingly enough, I usually find these trips quite contemplative, Mm -hmm. where I try and use them as a chance to get out of my day-to-day life and to see what's happening in between my two ears and, you know, my connection with universal forces and such. But I, this time around, it was actually very quiet between my two ears. I was expecting great epiphanies and (laughs) moments, but I never... You did have an epiphany. I did have one. Yeah, I had one really yeah. big epiphany. We, we spoke about, when we first were in the bus, we spoke about um, what we could leave behind on the mountain mm-hmm. and, um, you know, anything that we didn't want to bring back down the mountain with us to take into our daily lives. And I was doing a lot of internal bitching and moaning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was. I was like, oh, my leg. <laughs> On my hips, (laughs) on my feet, and I was having lots of little internal conniptions. And then I got to the point where I just thought, shivers, man, this is getting really boring between my two ears listening to me. And I thought to myself, what is it? What is it that I want to leave behind if if there's something that I can leave behind? And I really felt like I had um, overcome and healed a lot of my stuff from Bali. But um, for me, with my, uh, the head injury that I've had, they said that I would be an epileptic at best. And while I haven't had epileptic seizures, I do have um, blackouts that cause me to roll my eyes, snore, vomit, and sometimes wet myself. Um, and it's like a full body let go. And I was nervous that that was going to happen to me on the mountain because I know that it causes a big scene and, you know, whenever I'm in an extreme situation where I'm under extreme stress or extreme pain, my body will black out. So um, all I kept thinking to myself, no offence, Cindy, but all I kept thinking to myself (laughs) Don't
3: go near Cindy.
2: <laughs> well, after Peru and Kim getting her headache, I thought, mm, no,
3: no. <laughs> okay,
2: I came running to you. Karen, Karen where's Karen. the drugs? <laughs> 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 So I kept thinking I was kind of at the mid-back of the pack and I just thought if I can just get to Kim and I can just make sure that she's got Matt's phone number, if I can just get to Kim, I can just get to Kim. And she was so freaking far ahead of me. (laughs) I'm like, oh, shit. This is going to be a nightmare. And I thought, okay. And I could feel myself because it's very clear when I'm going to um, black out. I, I know it's coming. And I could feel myself. There were two occasions where I felt myself start to get quite light on my feet. And I thought, well, I'm either going to do this and fall down the mountain and no one's going to see me. or..." And it I was a like, long way down. It uh, was a very long uh, drop. A long way drop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let me just say that. Where's Karen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she wouldn't hear me because I'd have blacked out before I hit the deck. Hello. So, so I, there were two occasions that I thought, well, you know what? I can work through this because there's no other choice. There, and it's amazing how, and I've often thought this but never applied it to myself, how the absence of alternatives clears the mind mm-hmm. miraculously. And there was an absence of an alternative there for me. So um, I really found myself working through it um, in a in a very unusual way, but I found myself working through it from a psychological perspective rather than a physical perspective. And by the time I reached Kim, I realized I was halfway through because um, I said to Kim, I said, have you got Matt's phone number? As soon as I asked about, that, I started to cry. And then I thought to myself, I'm halfway through it. I know I'm halfway through it. I'm not doing this to myself anymore, and I can get through this. I will. I know I'm amazing. So, um, yeah, so, and I did. I got through it, and I didn't pass out. And the next thing I know, I'm having other thoughts, recognizing, hang on a second, 10 minutes ago, I was at the end, and here I am, and I haven't thought about it for 10 minutes.
3: So what did you say? The absence of an alternative clears
2: the mind miraculously. So when there are no alternatives to consider, there is only one way to go. So it's when we give ourselves the alternative. So if I gave myself the alternative and the alternative was taking apart, was passing out, when there was no alternative, that wasn't an alternative. It wasn't an option because if I did pass out, I mean, it's highly likely I would have fallen down the side
3: of the mountain, as funny as that is. <laughs>
4: We
2: wouldn't have
3: laughed. No. not, no, much. not much. Actually, that's really interesting um, because mm. I was put into a situation um, many, many years ago where there was no alternative for me but to be brave. Yeah. And that was I did solo with Outward Bound. Mm. And I remember making the decision, and I spoke to a couple of you about this, and I remember making a decision, well, there's no one here to help me. I can't be fearful. Mm. I have to stop my fear. I have to push it away. There you go. And it was. It was... And it was miraculous because normally I would bring myself into a frenzy of fear as opposed to <laughs> Kim Morrison is going, no, not Cindy. <laughs> but I would. I would be, be very fearful of something. Yeah. But I knew there was an alternative. Somebody would be there for me. But this was three days of solo, mm. and now I understand what happened because it was a miracle to me that I could be out in the wilderness for three days with coyotes and snakes and whatever else was out there mm. and have no fear. So thank you for, after thirty something years, telling me what the frick happened that that that, that three days. Yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, well, I've often I've often thought it and said it and kind of had a perspective of it, but never really applied it in a kind of. To me, you you know, those are kind of life and death situations almost. You know, your life is hanging in your hands, and you've got there are no choices. There isn't a choice because the normal alternative is no longer an alternative. So there's only one way, and you've got to, and then and that just instantly clears the mind. There's no alternative, and it's just an instant clearance. Of all thought that you just make it work with what's there.
3: I wonder if I could do that with waves. The The, absence of alternatives? Yeah. Well, The absence of alternative, though, is I I don't have to go into them. Yeah, but the problem is if you're already in it. Mm.
2: So if you're already in the wave...
3: You have to go under it. Then there's no alternative. There's no alternative. You have to go under it. That's right. Interesting. Mm. Or get washed
4: up in a heap covered in seaweed with your (sighs) bikini top up and your bikini (laughs) bottoms down. (laughs) And that is an alternative. <laughs> that too can happen, I that think. It. can happen. You know what was so, so fascinating on this trip with a group of us? Some of us were strangers coming together um, and some of these beautiful souls hadn't met each other before. And I think what was so beautiful is to have 12 women come together. The first day we all uh, meet connecting at a winery, which I think is always a wonderful way to start a tour, Uh, We learned the aromatics and how to understand wine and how to understand what flavors go with what, what notes go with which. We learned about organic um, growing and how grapes were um, cultivated naturally as opposed to the ones with chemicals. We saw some of the most spectacular scenery up in Marlborough. And then I think what really kicked us off was arriving at Picton Wharf, um, with this little lady in pink that came out called Polly. And for those mm-hmm. of you that haven't listened to the podcast from last week, suggest that you go online and listen to her last week. But I'd love to um, share with you guys that are listening to this, our beautiful souls that came on this journey with us, because I think Polly set a a platform or a tone for the rest of the trip and this woman, and I heard Adrian say it today, that she set a benchmark for people that if you were, I mean, how old was Polly? 50, yeah, fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. She, she, 58. Yeah. 58. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, she was just about to turn fifty-eight, yeah. wasn't she?
4: Yeah. So someone of, so someone would look at some fifty-eight-year-olds and think fifty-eight is aging, or you know that we're getting too old to do certain things. I don't know about you guys, but for me, it was all about understanding that fifty-eight is the new thirty, um, or that it's a possibility that age should not be a limit. So we asked lots of questions at the night. At the end of each day, we all went round the table asking each other what our lesson was, or what was the greatest take-home, or what was something beautiful that we could share with one another. And I just love to go around and ask each of you what's been your biggest aha, epiphany moment like what Karen had something that you worked through something that you shared with somebody else or admired in somebody else because wasn't that beautiful to see other people achieving things that maybe they didn't think they could do I mean we had people on this trip who hadn't ridden a bike in 30 40 years and yet went out and did a 24k bike ride we had people that fell off their bike that was (laughs) that was that wasn't funny at the time (laughs) But it was very amusing afterwards. Oh, um, we had people Tramp the Horse school, wasn't it, in Peru? And very much very like the horsefall like horse in, in Peru. Peru.
2: Well it's all I can say <laughs> about that. Is what? Thank goodness it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> um
4: but really, let's. let's <laughs> Again. I would love to open it up to you, darlings, because our listeners would love to hear from you guys. So, who would like to go first and share something that they took away? from um, this, this last 12 days because we've got something to announce at the end of this podcast about our next big surprise trip that we're doing. And we're going to open up for interest to see what's going to happen in 2019. And we're going to actually find out whether or not someone here is going to share something that some of our listeners would go, actually, I want a piece of that. I want to have a bit of that. So beautiful Deb, I want to ask you, what was your biggest aha? Uh-huh? I mean, you came to Peru with us. Yeah. You also um, shared this whole trip. And this time you came without the beautiful Jimmy. So even that would have been a different experience mm. for you. But what have you noticed about this group or about this trip or about New Zealand that you never oh. knew before?
1: Or about yourself even. Well, for one thing, I didn't realise how beautiful and different New Zealand was to Australia. Um, I can't believe the diversity of what we've seen with the hiking it's just blown me away and uh, just the natural beauty of the country. Loved it, absolutely loved it. And yesterday, the animals, um, the, oh, the. the
2: cows, the sheep!
1: <laughs> <All> <laughs> the just cow. that, that bike riding through that farm and just that purity of that place was just beautiful. I just loved it. Um, but about myself, um, it was great. Like, I loved doing Peru with Jim, but it was really a good test for me to not have Jim to rely on because when we were in Peru, I could he could take my backpack or he could push me or he could verbally tell me, you know, you're fine, keep going or whatever. And this time I didn't have that and I just thought to myself, well, I've just got to keep putting one foot in front of the other and that tip about not looking up the mountain was fantastic for me because every time there was a big hill coming, I just thought just watch my feet and someone in front of me and not look up and take it one step at a time. So that was really great. Um, apart from that, being with the, uh, all you girls, you know, it's just it's great that you can come away with a group of people that are on exactly the same page as you. Food, animals, <laughs> health, your body, um, ideas, interests, everything—pretty much the same for all of us. And I just think that's really hard to find because as you get older and your circles of friends grow, you you find that there's people that just don't have the same values or or are on the same page as you. And so you have to kind of, you don't see them as much or you still love them, they're still your friends, but the ones that you engage more with are the ones on the same page as you. So that's been really, really great. And the people I knew from Peru, it's been so fantastic to be with you all again. And the new ladies that I've met, that's been absolutely wonderful. And bringing Adrian along has been fantastic. We've had such a good time rooming together because before this, we'd known each other for years and we hadn't had a lot of, Um, intimate relationships one-on-one but being away for this 12 days we've just got to know each other so much better and it's been really lovely
4: and so you actually i mean here's the thing you go away on a 12-day holiday to get away from the world from life to maybe re-inject back into yourself your heart your whole heart and soul And yet you yourself actually experienced a hugely distressing moment whilst we were on this. Terrible moment. And how did you work through that? First of all, maybe explain Mm. what happened because I'm sure a lot of people, we all felt it and I'm sure a Mm. lot of people would understand this. You can even take yourself away as a woman from your everyday world and yet still Mm. something calls you back home. So Mm. tell us what you did there.
1: Well, my beautiful dog Merlin who's like my fourth child he's three years old and we only just got into the hike on the Monday and I got a phone call from my son to say where is the dog he's not here and if you knew <laughs> that's how he mother? said it to me he rang me and he said where is Merlin mum he's not here and if anyone you got to understand this dog he never leaves my side generally and when I'm not there at home he's in the kitchen waiting for me to walk through the door he doesn't really go anywhere else so I straight away panicked and thought Where the hell is he? And I completely lost it straight away because I saw him dead on the road. I saw him, someone had pinched him and taken him because he's such a beautiful dog and I just went to pieces. I absolutely went to pieces and I just thought the next day when he was found and he was okay, I thought, you idiot, you overreacted. But that's just how I felt at the time. I felt so far away and so powerless powerless to do anything about it. I wanted to jump. I wanted to ring a helicopter, come and get me, get me home. I've got to find my dog. But it all worked out well, but it was very stressful at the time. That night was a blur, actually. I was, I don't know, it was terrible. But anyway, but the girls, everyone was so supportive. Everyone could see how upset I was and the animal lovers could feel my pain. Um, I think all the dog lovers in the room and anyone that's had a dog that they've been so attached to could feel my pain. So, And... uh
3: the team, the staff.
1: At oh, the, the staff where we were stayed amazing, were amazing. They? they looked after me. They got me a jacket. I was cold. They brought my drink out. They said, "Do you want to eat?" And I said, "I can't eat." All right, I'll come in and eat. No, I can't. And they were chasing me around like in and out, in and out, because there was no reception. And they were fantastic. So, but you worked yeah. it out. Like it was a okay. How are we going to do
3: this? Because the dog had your phone number on its tag, tag and your phone number. You know, it was basically... Well,
1: I was with Telstra and yeah. I couldn't get reception where I was to get my messages. So mm. if someone had been ringing, I wasn't getting the messages. So a few hours later we worked out to get my husband to divert my phone from Telstra, which took him a good few hours with Telstra to get the phone diverted to his phone and as soon as he did that someone rang and said oh he's down the road here at my house so and and that literally happened um I think my son rang me and Jim was on the phone to the person who had the dog and and uh and all was well in my world i tell you I was just <laughs> so relieved I was so relieved I ran into Adrian she gave me a big hug and she'd had her own emergencies with her dog a few days beforehand so it'd been a bit of an emotional week leading up to it I think with I was upset for Adrian when she had trouble with her dog and Anyway, but it, it, it all worked out well, So um, and it was really... They're a big part of our lives, our huge, animals. Huge, huge. And, and you don't um, realise that. Until
3: either, until they disappear or they pass away. Yes. Mm. And then you have this huge hole that just sits there and you're like, oh, yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's not an easy one. Yeah.
1: But anyway, anyone that wants to do the trip, the next trip or any trips, I would recommend it because it is such a a beautiful experience. I don't think you'd ever get the caring and the nurturing within a group um, anywhere else. Mm. That's very precious. Mm. It's very lovely. And it's great to have, um,
2: it's great to have had you come back after being with us in Peru and to be able to get to know you on an even better level, Mm. you know, and it's not like we haven't been in touch since Peru, Mm. but to be able to spend more quality time with you and, Hmm. You know, to 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 do that again, it would be great to have you come on our next one because you are going to Africa. But there's another one after that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> where does one stop? We well, don't.
2: one doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Never. One not? doesn't.
3: One doesn't. We'll just make sure we keep making them things that teach us, not only teach us but challenge us, mm. but also where we can have fun as well. Like, this oh, we laugh so, so much. much. Oh, <laughs> my
1: goodness. <laughs>
4: So we have had a wide range of ages on this trip, and we have had grandmas on this trip, and we've got solo women on this trip that we've been trying to hook up the whole (laughs) way around. Hashtag New Zealand hunks, (laughs) Um, chef. Beautiful Ferno Lodge. Anyway,
1: um,
4: <laughs> <laughs> Edward, Edward, um. Edward, no names mentioned. Punga Cove, actually. Mm. Um, Maria, I'd love to ask you. You also came to Peru with us. And um, and shared an incredible long journey. The 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 Marlborough Queen Charlotte Sound track was seventy one kilometres. Although I think we all worked walked far further. We did. Yeah, we did the bike as well. <laughs> we did the bike as well. On our rest day, that was the other interesting thing. Our rest day was was a twenty four k bike ride. Maria, how have you found New Zealand compared to Peru? And was there any big epiphanies for you?
0: Well, um, Peru was hard, but this one was hard too in a different way. Um, It was hard because on day three I had to have a little wee break, a little wee break by myself because my feet just wouldn't keep up with them. How old are you, Maria? I'm 64. Mm -hmm. But at the beginning of the trip, Karen talked about when you... When you're really under stress, think about your left nostril and your right (laughs) eyeball, (laughs) Your
2: left elbow.
0: Anything. (laughs) And that is what got me through day one and especially day two. Day two was my hardest day. Even though it was the easiest day, for some reason it was my hardest day. And just doing that got me through. Oh, wow. Yes. But... The other thing I loved was Karen said, while we're up the mountain, just think of what you want to leave behind.
3: Hmm. What
0: did you leave behind, Maria? We've got tears just in case you <laughs> why
2: there was a silence. A bit of quiet. When,
0: when everyone was bike riding, mountain bike riding with Polly... and uh, G.I. Yeah. Jane. G.I. Jane... We had a wonderful session with Karen. Oh, doing we did. We had a stretches and exercises and yoga, and then we had lots of wonderful conversations. And um, she was talking about our younger years from um, zero to six, yeah. and then from seven onwards, we take on this personality with um, all our habits and beliefs and. What's the other things we take on?
2: Oh, our habits, our beliefs, our personality, our values, our rights and wrongs, our shoulds and shouldn'ts.
0: Yeah, but we leave behind Mm. this seven-year-old pure soul Mm. and we go through life. Mm. Mm.
2: Making it up as we go along. Yeah. And there comes a time when we want to be able to look back well, we need to be able to look back because it's almost as if the seven-year-old is calling us back to ourselves,
3: yeah.
2: where we realise that what we're trying to achieve with that
0: personality doesn't
2: actually bring us fulfilment.
0: Yeah, so that's what I left behind was the sixty-four-year-old. <laughs> but I kept her wisdom.
3: Oh yeah. my dear, yes. very like it. Yeah
0: very important and that seven-year-old wonderful feisty young lady Aww. just wants to come out now Yeah! Wow. oh my god that's amazing it's i can sob my eyes out. <laughs> so and i think you proved that today maria well i think i proved it yesterday and i've got And I got back on Kim today (laughs) for being a Miss Polly, telling us we're only going on a short little hike when it was a mountain climb. (laughs) (laughs) But yesterday, when we went up in that helicopter, we got up on top of that beautiful (gasps) vista, snow everywhere, and it was just glorious. Mm -hmm. And Kim said, "I wish I had gloves because then I could do a snowball." And I thought, "I've got gloves."
2: (laughs) And I'll show you a snowball. And
0: I, <laughs> <laughs> and I got Kim. She did. Beautiful. And we had and photos. it was fun. It. it was so much fun. <laughs> and I had great delight in doing it. <laughs> the seven-year-old was out. So a payback That's- for today. <laughs> I didn't know what I
3: was going to do to you today. That's living Aww.
5: right there. Aww.
3: Do you yeah. know what was interesting? It's because Kim did say to us that, Today was going to be just a walk in the park. Yes. We're just going for A did. nice little walk in the park. She did. She painted a beautifully. Absolutely beautiful photo and we were all sucked in, <laughs> yeah. including me. me. Everybody except yes, me. Yes, Jenny, so, yeah. I was going to run after you, yeah. but, but including me. And it was really, I had an epiphany going up that hill today. Because I was whinging in my head, yeah, thinking I was, yeah. I was thinking I wasn't prepared for this, if she prepared me, I'd be fine, I would have had shorts on, and I wouldn't be getting <laughs> yeah. hot, and i was I was going right off my head in my head. I was way up
4: the front, not yeah. hearing a <laughs> word not,
3: <laughs> not, not a thing, but what I, what I I don't know who was around me, but I said, I would have planned, I would have been ready for this, yeah. and then I went, but we're not always ready, and we're not always got the plan. It was you, was yeah. it, Deb? we were together. Yeah. I wasn't planned, and then I got out of my shitty mood and my and everything, and I just took off. Yeah. Mm. And I was happy for the rest of the time. But I was, I was thinking, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't get me ready for this. I want to be planned. Mm. I want, I want to have everything, all my ducks in a row. I want to be planned. I want to have everything organized. And you wouldn't, you didn't allow that for any of us. And I have to thank you for that because as soon as I realised that. Plans don't, you know. You can't always be ready. You can't always have a plan. You just got to go with the flow. Yeah, right. Sweet yeah. pea. I was shocked with see your was
1: saying. <laughs> no. Oh this no, Where did come
4: from? Oh, the seven-year-old came you. out. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, mm, 3 a tent, ten. two-year-old tantrum.
2: <laughs> oh. But yeah,
3: then, but then it was fine, wasn't it? Yeah. Since we figured that out, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: you know, it's yeah. really yeah. interesting when we were doing the the big hike when I was doing all my bitching and moaning, it, my legs felt like lead.
3: Yeah, like yeah, it
2: was yeah. heavy going. Yeah. But then once I got over my yeah. bitching, and, bitching and moaning, <laughs> bring on the heels. Yeah. I mean, I was like ploughing up those hills. like I felt like a champion. Because <laughs> it was like my legs were lightweight. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. It That's takes strong. so much energy to bitch and moan and be negative and yeah. complain oh, and yeah. look for the, what's wrong. It takes so much energy. And it's boring. Like it's so boring. Boring to listen to myself.
3: <laughs> and as soon as, you, as soon as you take that out of oh. your head, it was amazing. Like, yeah. Deb and I just took off. Yeah. And then I was, I think I, I got up in front and I went, oh, I'm feeling good. Oh, that's right. There's two people passed. And that was when I realized, you know, we can do this. And, yeah. Yeah. and that was like on the final
0: day, our last day of walking with Polly, you know, I, I was having conniptions the day beforehand what if i hold everybody back because we had a ferry to catch and blah 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 all this shit was going through my head and i spoke to polly and she's what did she say no one's left behind no child left behind so i so overnight i got my head ready but on that walk up that hill that 400 meter hill it felt like Four thousand metres. I'm
3: sure it was more than four hundred yes. well, I'm sure it was. more than, than four <laughs> But she put four me in hundreds. the middle,
0: yeah, which made me keep up because mm. I knew there's people behind me, and that and it changed. And nailed it. It changed mm. the whole mm. psyche in my head. Mm. Mm. And for for ages, I you know I do these affirmations, and one of the affirmations is, and I, I see myself on the top of the hill going,
3: yes! Yeah. <laughs> and I got to the top of the hill and that's why I got you to take that yeah. part. Yeah. So I did it. Yes! yes. <laughs> and you being Kim put you in front this morning too, after we all bitched Yeah. after yeah. We bit yeah. Yeah, You, well, you I- should have I- heard Karen. You would have been so proud of us. Oh, really? <laughs> nice work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we were, I reckon everybody who walked up that hill was having a little bit of a little whinge. Yes. Yes. yes, just, just
0: a, a tiny a little, little whinge, right? And right. And I kept, the, you know, that after that first night at Furno Lodge, and all those things went on, the, the plumbing and all that went wrong. <laughs> and the next morning, I said to you, "What have I done to bring this on?" And ah, she said, yeah. and Karen said. Have you been whinging of late? And I went <laughs> <laughs> just a little. She said, Well the universe will give you more of of the same. And I went, oh, That's a good point.
3: <laughs> 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 okay, got it. Got it. <laughs> and then everything went right from there, didn't it? Yeah. They? You had the
0: best. And I said, but I'm grateful for a lot of things. She said the universe doesn't like fifty <laughs> yeah, percent.
2: Yeah, yeah. You can't what is it? You can't participate fifty percent and expect hundred percent results. Yeah. Yeah. You and I got to thought, participate 100% and get 100% yeah. back. Mm.
0: So I thought, okay, got it, got it. <laughs> get on with it. Well done, Maria. Thank you. It's been amazing. it yeah, oh, You yes, have actually you've been
4: incredibly inspirational to everybody. and um, And I think one of the greatest things that I've taken home from watching you is going perhaps from feeling like you couldn't do it to why not. Why can't you do it? Mm. And seeing you pump up that hill today, and then be up the front, and she did want to throw another snowball at me,
2: you know, or a rock this time. I I think it.
4: No, do you know what one comment was coming up the hill? I'm not sure who said it, (laughs) but I know who it was. And and we were talking about how life can change in an instant. The slot then turned around and said, murders can happen in an instant. (laughs) And people can go missing off mountains (laughs) in an instant. (laughs) Were
0: they trying to tell you something? I think they were. Mm, I think mm, they mm, were. And mm, when mm. you got us to the top of the hill, you said, you all love me, don't you? And I said, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) It's going to cost you.
3: (laughs) The view from the top. Oh, it was magnificent. It was amazing. Absolutely amazing. And the whole walk was actually, you know, we didn't know. She wouldn't tell us. No. I think that was what it was. You just kept us in suspension as to how far we were going up, what was happening, how we were going to do things. And then it just ended up the most amazing. I loved it. And thank stunning you. Stunning walk. Yes, thank you, Kimmy. No, thank, thank you. you. Thank did you Kimmy. know that it was a bust-ass oh, walk or oh, yes. not? know? did.
2: You
4: did? She's done so it several <laughs>
3: times before.
4: <laughs> oh, Had I told everybody what the walk was going to be, nobody would have gone Around I wonder...
3: There. Around the hill. She said around the hill, Around the hill. She goes, we're
0: going around the hill. I laughed.
3: We went straight up the bloody hill. I laughed. And
0: then we all headed to Queenstown for a fur burger.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Not a fur <laughs> burger.
3: <laughs> and Sam Neill got picked up at the airport by... By our taxi By a taxi driver. Or oh, he brushed past the taxi driver. That's good enough, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> absolutely yeah.
4: so so thank you maria also you have maria. Been an inspiration and <laughs> and i'd love to go to our youngest mm-hmm. our youngest on the trip that came with us <laughs> hot and single and i thought she was
2: 28 is mm-hmm. she
4: she's not how old are you melissa
2: 36 <gasps>
4: hot and ready to trot
2: <laughs> i thought she was 28 i mean look Swipe at this right. little number
4: um melissa I mean, you were on the walk today in your jeans, (laughs) very unprepared, (laughs) Unprepared. (laughs) but tell us, sweetheart, I mean, you have also been incredibly inspirational for every single person on this trip, not just because of your youth, but also because I think you've been actually bloody funny. Your (laughs) one-liners and your little cheeky sense of humour that just would come out every now and again. I just think you've been extraordinary and I'd love to ask you what you thought of your virgin experience with the Up for a Chat girls. <laughs> well, you were my wingman for most of it,
5: weren't you? Well, yeah, I was definitely. your wingman. <laughs> um, yeah, I just I think the whole trip's been amazing and it's um, probably more than I could have ever imagined it was going to be, getting to know everyone and because I hadn't been to Peru. Um, so I felt like that I was just taken into the group straight away and everyone was so friendly. Um, and I think... Then once I'm comfortable, I think that's when I can um, have my little jokes and um, muck around and just try and um, make things a bit lighthearted. So um, I was and you've glad got to feel comfortable. That, you've
2: got a laugh that lights up a mountain. <laughs> like when you laugh, everybody laughs. <laughs>
4: So one of the things that I've loved about you is you're in a real transitioning transitioning part of your life where you've had a full-on career as a radiographer, and you've been incredibly busy and saving and working and doing all the things that every young person would do. And now you've made a decision to go back to studying. And how did that feel being in this holding zone or holding pattern in the transitional period of your life?
5: Um, yeah, well, if, probably if he had asked me even two years ago, if I'd be making the changes I am now, I would have laughed. Mm-hmm. Um, I was very career focused, liked my job, was probably a bit too money focused and that sort of thing. So, um, but just, I think experiencing, i opening myself up to, you know, health and wellness and listening to the podcast and changing my mindset. Um, it sort of really made me realize that, you know, life is short and, um, There are times when, you know, things frustrate me and that sort of stuff. So now I'm like, no, I can make the change. I have the power. Um, I'm responsible. So let's, um, you know, step out of my comfort zone and, yeah, make these changes and see what happens. You know, I'm not sure. I'm starting to now realise that I don't um, have to look just at uh, the destination. I'm starting to now come back and enjoy the journey, and that's what I think this trek has really done for me. I always to myself oh, I just want it to be over so I can say I did it um but this <laughs> holiday <laughs> I sort of went no let, let's enjoy every step and every um every part of this and just realizing you know how small we are in relation to the environment and in this universe and yeah it's, it's like that, sort of
3: that's amazing
5: that you got that hmm.
3: that it's not the destination but the journey, yep.
5: yeah yeah so I, I, this trip's been amazing um, I've had the best 2017 so I, um, this trip's definitely topped it off mm.
4: and I think one of the most beautiful things about you has been your incredible ability to just bring everybody together and I don't know you just sort of seem to sweep up and fill in and <laughs> drink when is required, <laughs> eat when is required. I've eaten a lot
3: yeah <laughs> we, we've well. Yeah. well We, we have been very well but i think
4: also one of the other things that you've done very well is i think and i think this is a real reminder for all of us is also know when to pull away and to have some time on your own or to to know when you need to to have some quiet time which you found on this trip um Tell me how you felt walking up the hill in your jeans today. I just <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm prepared. Because,
4: prepared. you know, you weren't really prepared
5: for that. So tell us. Uh, no, today it wasn't too bad because I just kept reminding myself about the walking up the, the, for the mountains on the tracks. Um, but I did realise that jeans don't breathe so um probably not the best attire and probably grateful i didn't make that choice when we were trekking um but it it was just i guess a little added um difference that just made it a little bit of more of a challenge but um no it was fine it wasn't too bad i didn't hate you too much
4: (laughs) (laughs) and tell me what are you going to take back into the world with you when you leave tomorrow back into the real world
5: um, I think just the confidence and the excitement just to give anything a go and to just enjoy every step and if it doesn't work out as planned, well give something else a go and um I really liked listening to Polly's attitude and just, you know, give it a crack and see what happens and um make the most of any situation. So I think that's yeah, what I'll always remember.
3: So tell us what you're doing next year.
5: Um So, so you're a radiographer. Yeah, radiation therapist currently. Um, but I decided I want to sort of move more into preventative health and, and change my whole focus. So, um, yeah, I'm going to be studying chiropractic. Yay. No, no, it's very, <laughs> very exciting. exciting. It's very yeah. exciting. So i got very long five years ahead of me, but um, it's going to be a good journey, I think.
3: So do you get any um, credits? Um, possibly. But Yeah, you um,
5: should. I'm, I'm trying to go through that whole process at the moment, but I'm not banking on it, so that way I just, I just yep. look at the journey as it <laughs> is and if I get some, well, that's fine. If I don't, will. Never mind. Yeah. It's a good refresher if I don't. Yeah.
2: Oh, Alright. Because how long ago did you study for your qualifications?
5: I finished qualifications studying in 2001.
2: Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Quite okay, a long time so ago. So we we'll would probably serve you and all of your potential patients.
5: <laughs>
2: Do a refresh. <laughs> Maybe just a minute. <laughs> I see. Yes, I see the validity in me.
5: <laughs> well, you could be my first guinea pig no. without <laughs> Now, where are you studying? Macquarie.
3: Macquarie, which means when you're in Sydney, you will have to go to her when she's in clinic. Correct. Mm -hmm. So you will be her first guinea pig. Right. We are marking that. I'll even come and travel for you to be my first guinea
5: pig. Yes,
3: that's great, provided you refresh.
5: (laughs) Can I just say,
3: I did. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I would want to see the transcript. <laughs> we're booking her in now. We are booking her in now.
5: <laughs>
3: I think it's exciting. I think it's so exciting what yeah. you're doing. And
2: well, it's if been we're a lucky, treat. she's going to move to the Sunshine Coast.
5: Oh, that would be a dream. Oh, yeah.
4: Well, so it's been know. it's been an absolute treat to have you on the journey, and and you know, I just I just want to finish with you to let you know that I am a marriage celebrant. So when we do <laughs> when we do find your potential husband then just just remember that we could yes. do it on the top I, of the I have, mountain
5: no i have um told someone in the group that i'm happy to book you in it but i'm not allowed to tell cindy and karen because apricot taffeta is not allowed at my. <laughs> <laughs> oh no
1: no
5: that's not right you must have apricot taffeta and the little net
2: thing that goes over your face <laughs> You know, one of our
4: um, <laughs> <laughs> one of our other beautiful um, souls that came on this journey with us is our gorgeous Linda, and Linda also came to Peru, and she is probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever met. I mean, you picture Farah Fawcett. Um, That's it. Yes, she does look like Farah Fawcett. Yes, so picture. It's 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 like Farah Fawcett. Hair <laughs> She's tall, she's elegant, she is
2: She's the same height as me. she's got the black seriously, she's the same
4: just me. hashtag we delusional. Um, she, had this conversation. she has the most hottest leagues to follow up a hill. Um, she's got the hottest butt. She's just gorgeous. She's a grandmother. But, Linda, one of the things that I love about you is your never-say-die attitude and mm. your absolute unwavering capacity to make other people feel like they can reach their potential. I'd just love to know, from Peru to now... And what have you taken from this experience?
6: Um, Peru was absolutely amazing for me. It was it was life changing. And from Peru, I then went on to do uh, additional work with Karen.
2: Because we're the same height. (laughs) (laughs) The same.
6: And. Yeah, and then I sort of booked this trip. I was really looking forward to catching up with the people from Peru and meeting new faces. Everyone's been amazing. What? Um, what was the question you asked me? What have you, what have you taken from What this? have I taken? Um, ta- she's skipped through the whole thing. That's what she's done. She's just skipped. I, what, what I have taken is, you know, and I've looked at every single person, not just for me, but I've looked at every single person in the group. For me personally... Um, I guess from when I went on holidays in August, I came back, and I'm normally the healthy, fit, strong one, and, oh, gosh, I had flu, I had vomiting and diarrhoea twice, I had uh, a cold, and I did my back in. And I had visions of myself turning up in New Zealand looking fitter and, and stronger than ever and i actually felt a little bit broken when i turned up because i wasn't sure whether i could do the hike or not and and i really had to do a lot of um soul searching and and um looking into myself as to well what am i going to do if i can't do this and i actually came to a place where i was very i was very comfortable if i was going to have to take the boat every day i was actually very comfortable um I would, you know, I knew that I wanted to walk, but I was okay with the fact of, um, you know, I had visions of myself being quite comfortable, everyone turning up from the walk, me giving everyone a big hug and a big high five and well done and um, how amazing everyone is. And as it turned out, uh, I flew through it. You did. Yeah, I flew through absolutely. it. Absolutely. You skipped. Yeah. And, and I <laughs> realized, nice. um, she did. and again, thanks to my wonderful trainer, John Kuneman I um, my base level fitness is amazing. amazing. Have you still been training with him? Um, I've, had, I've had to miss a lot of sessions. I've had to miss it, yeah. And, and he kept saying to me, off, because when I got back from holidays, we had eight weeks, and I probably only had about four or, four or five sessions with him. Yeah, right. And, and he kept saying, oh, come on, you know, we've got to get you fit. We've got to get you fit. And, and I'm thinking, oh, well, it's not happening. It's not happening. <laughs> um, mm. But, uh, yeah, my back is still swollen, but there's no pain. Um. But then when I sort of looked at everyone else, I mean, apart from realising how awesome I was, oh, actually, I, it. I looked at everyone else in the group, and and I could see improvements in the people from Peru. I could actually see, you know, I could see growth, and I could see improvements, and I know um, a lot of you have been through some some pretty tough mm-hmm. times, and the people I haven't met, um, there's a couple of older ladies, um, the young, hot one as well, Um and it's just been amazing to, to actually watch everyone and because it didn't matter to me where I was in the pack. Okay, a lot of the time I am leading, but I actually moved myself around the pack. And a lot of people were carrying injuries and um, working through it. And I just realised that, you know, each and every one, um, what amazing people and, and, and how amazing the body is. And, and if you've got the mind working with the body anything is possible so that's Mm. that's what i took Mm. have you have you
4: actually considered the fact that your your back which is the structure the the stability in life the Mm. whole thing because we talked a lot about this at the beginning of the of the hike I noticed after day one you were so surprised at how good it was that it actually was never really spoken of again. No. Mm -hmm. What was your mindset shift with that? Because that was quite a big thing to bring into this.
6: It was. um, I mean, your your back, I think, is, you know, your your support. Um, And I think I'd done a little bit of work on that beforehand to realise that it was actually me not supporting myself. Um, I always support the physical, but quite often um, you don't always support the the mental. Uh, you don't always support the nurturing side. Um, and I think I've actually just sort of been kind to myself. And that, that first day um, we walked up the hill um, to that beautiful lookout. And we saw the little baby penguins. And as I was walking up there, because I actually love walking up hills, so thank you for today, because I was laughing as I was going up there. <laughs> I, I thought it was hilarious. Um, Only one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when I started walking, and I could feel a couple of twinges, and I thought, you know what, it's okay. And I actually, that day, I was so proud of myself because I came in last all right, because I, Adrian was, was struggling with um, quite a bit of pain and I thought, no, I'm just going to st- go and stand behind her because she is really suffering pain and I'm actually not suffering pain. And I think looking at other people, um, Karen started limping, Debbie started getting blisters, <laughs> um, Adrian was having a lot of trouble with um, her ITB and I sort of thought, oh, gosh, well, if they can do it. And I was actually more focused on watching them get mm-hmm. through it than I was on myself, and we sort of came in uh, into Fano Lodge, and, and I thought, man, I did I did really well, and from then on, it was I didn't even think about it mm. really. It was um, I was actually happy to um, help anyone else. You know, if mm-hmm. someone needed okay. a backpack carrying or anything like that, I was actually quite happy to do it um, because I was I was just really impressed with how people walked through with with pain
5: Mm.
6: and you were
4: amazing at that you were incredibly generous with your time Mm. and your Mm. and your support and coaching a number of people made comments and and this is the great thing when you are an athlete or someone of greater ability than other people i think one of the greatest gifts you can give back in that position is not necessarily to win the race but to also support the people definitely because to me it's same as you Crossing the line with someone who might have been in pain mm. is often more rewarding than crossing a lot, the line yourself. it's a lot yourself. more rewarding.
6: And, and I wanted to see everybody cross the line, and everybody did, and they, they did it. And I, and you could see everyone actually, you know, um, I even said to Karen, I said, you're just getting quicker each mm-hmm. each day. Mm-hmm. And Ka- you were in pain, Karen. And yeah.
3: Adrian was in pain, and Maria was in pain, yeah. and Debbie was in yeah. pain. And Kathy, you were all mm-hmm. right, weren't you?
4: I was you are good. Until the bike fall. But anyway, yeah, that's <laughs> another story. Um, our hashtag for this trip, Linda, which I think you epitomized, was No Child Left Behind, <laughs> um, which is a take from the hunt, the New Zealand film Hunt for the Wilder People. And it's a great film if anybody ever gets to see it. It's an iconic New Zealand film in the middle of the North Island in the bush, which I did keep getting many, many scenes over and over again. I also think one of the greatest highlights of this trip was the sweet surprises along the way. Mm. And I think um, every night watching you come out dressed was always a sweet surprise for me. (laughs) Um, Watching someone so glamorous appear after we all felt like bedraggled, (laughs) worn-out, sheep-shearing nutters. Um, But you really have a beautiful energy, and I think that's something also wonderful about trips like this is that each of us gets to bring out the best in ourselves and that mm. truly is one of the greatest things that you offer i just want to ask Thank you me. as a grandmother yeah as a grandmother what would be your greatest take home from
6: being in new zealand like was there anything there as a mother and a grandmother oh well i lo- i mean i was here this time last year and i've had a couple of trips to new zealand but my eldest um uh, well two of my grandchildren actually part maori and um i really respect the maori culture uh i've I love the scenery, I love the mountains, um, I would love, well I would love all five grandchildren to, I would love, I would, that would just be amazing to have all five grandchildren over here. But um, even with my daughter and her three, um, I've sort of said, oh, we're so coming back here. I said, Steve's going to drive the camper van. I said, I'm going to stay in really nice hotels. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely five-star all, oh, <laughs> <friend. laughs> all that girlfriend. Yeah, Michelle, Steve and the, and the three kids can stay in the camper van and, and I'm and I'm going to sleep in luxury. <laughs> but, and there's no snakes. And there's no snakes. snakes. But I think it's, I, I believe very much it's so important for Um, young children now to to play in the dirt to get in the dirt Mm -hmm. to to breathe pure air to to realize where their food grows and 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 the animals that it unfortunately comes from and all of that type of thing Mm -hmm. yeah Um, and and I think the other thing you mentioned was how
4: much New Zealand is so much like England oh very much so there was a
6: real nice connection for you every time I come here it's like going back to England it's it's just stunning it's it's so it's so pretty it smells wonderful um there's no snakes there's no leeches um nothing can burn you bite you eat (laughs) you kill
4: you sting you i know just i know just a few earthquakes earthquakes. (laughs) (laughs) yes um and is there anything you would say to someone how old are you linda
6: I'm um, 55, coming up for 56.
4: And is there anything you would say to someone of your age who perhaps has their children have grown, they're now perhaps coming into grandmotherhood, uh, about taking on an adventure such as this? Oh, go for it.
6: Best time to you, do it. You, you, you're a long time dead, mm. you know, and and it's when an opportunity comes along. There's nothing, there's nothing anyone can't do. You put your mind to it, you can do it. Mm. And... Um, yeah, and, and and have fun, enjoy it, and don't don't. Consider we can't it... guarantee that. No, <laughs> <laughs> with don't, us, don't consider you'll never fun. not Just... laugh. Yeah, don't don't go out to to conquer the world. Just go out to really uh, enjoy it and embrace it and live it. Mm. Now, on that note, we do have more of our gorgeous girls
2: that we want to have a conversation with, so we are going to have a part two of up for a chat here in New Zealand. So, thank you, Linda. Thank you, Deb. Thank you, beautiful Melissa. Thank you, gorgeous um, Maria. Yes. Sipping on a glass of red behind us because we are in <laughs> a the A New wine Zealand country. pinot at that. Oh, <laughs> it. So make sure that you tune in next week and hear part two of our gorgeous podcast with our amazing girls here in New Zealand. And we will start the podcast off singing for you once again. I think it's a fabulous theme. What, how did it go? Sweet dreams are made of these.
5: Who am I to disagree? Travel the world and the seven seas.
2: Everybody's looking for something. Cindy, by the way, that last year. <laughs> <time. laughs> okay, so on that note, join us here at Up for a Chat next week. <laughs> Go to our Facebook page at all the W's.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat, where you can post your comments and your questions and any thoughts that you've got about our beautiful New Zealand. You can also post your comments and your questions at all the w's.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash up for a chat. I nearly got that wrong again, dear oh dear. <laughs> How many years has it been now? This is our fifth year. Yeah, right you are. <laughs> Alrighty then. So join us here and up for chat and become part of the ripple effect that's changing the world and we're going to see you on the hike. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.